Hello and welcome to That Mindset Woman. I'm Donna and you guessed it, I'm That Mindset Woman. As women, we're often overloaded with people's issues and are quick to forget our own. So I'm here to offer you relevant and actionable tips for personal growth told from a woman's eye view. I'm passionate about lifting up women and letting them know they can achieve absolutely anything from careers, money, mental health, relationships, and to self-care, I will cover a range of topics that are relevant to us modern women. So join me on this journey of self-discovery and empowerment. Let's build each other up and help me to make every day a little more female-friendly. Well, hello. It's nice to be here again. So last week, I did a bit of a deep dive into my own personal life, which is so strange, you know. I haven't probably talked like that for quite a while because you don't, do you? You don't just suddenly decide one day I'm going to talk about my life in some depth. (laughs) That would be quite weird. (laughs) Unless you're doing a podcast, then it's perfectly normal, it seems. But I feel like we know each other a bit better now. So I'm going to go ahead today and talk about what you consume consumes you and i don't mean food it's also true of food but it's not about food it's about your mind it's about what you are actually putting into your mind through your eyes through your ears and sometimes i don't think that we are really aware of what we're putting into our brains because it's usually just kind of all around us we kind of accept it's a thing um but i really want us to take a look at this i did a live on it in my facebook group some time ago and it really gathered some attention and i thought this is worthy of a podcast this is worthy of a bit more time so i'm hoping that by putting it on the podcast i can get one a bit more time out of it and really elaborate on the subjects i did discuss so people can get a bit more out of it but also if there's more that you want to know you can come back to me and I'm going to include a bit of research on this one so I don't actually normally write anything down when I do my podcasts believe it or not I am a one-hit wonder I just go for it I don't edit them I just stick them on and there you go um but this one because obviously what I'm talking about is quite serious I need to make sure that my knowledge is absolutely correct so I'm just backing it up with a little bit of research so I'm going to be reading that from the notes that I've written, the study that I did on um, what the media actually does to us, basically. So, first of all, we need to be mindful of what we consume. And the reason is because, like I say, we get a little bit battered by everything that happens around us. And it's not... It's not something that happens overtly. It's very, very subtle. And over time, it does start to have an effect. So, for example... I realized this quite a few years ago when I did my law degree and I've always and a lot of women share this we're a bit obsessed with serial killers aren't we it's a bit weird I don't know what's wrong with us all but it's not unusual for women to watch these Netflix things on you know the ways that this family died or this man that was keeping this woman in a dungeon um and it's 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 quite bad It's not really helpful for anybody to watch these kind of things. But when I did my law degree, I had to study in depth quite a lot of um, really, really terrible cases. Um, And one that sprung to mind 
uh, was James Bulger, that terrible story of a young boy um, who was killed at the hands of two 10 year olds. And I had to read in such depth that I never wished to hear any of that story ever again. Um, and forthwith, I stopped watching anything about serial killers at all, because I found that actually what happened through the course of understanding that story and what's probably happened to me over time through watching the various Netflix documentaries that we absorb in an hour like it's entertainment is actually you get this sort of depressing feeling in your mind one of this is entirely possible this thing happens in the world home invasion shootings this that the other you're now suddenly aware that you're 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 just as likely to come across any of these things as any of those victims. That's a really depressing thought. The other thing though, is there is such a dark undertone when you're consuming this stuff on a regular basis that you, you, you're just not immune to that darkness. And it hacks away ever so slightly at your resilience. And I'm gonna talk about that a bit more later, but that's where I decided I don't wanna do this anymore. And it came at the same time as, um, the news got really depressing. Obviously, back in 2008, we went through a financial crash and we never really recovered. And then COVID came along and absolutely hammered the nail into the coffin. And we're still struggling the aftermath of these terrible events. Add to that the war in the Ukraine and all of the things that are happening in that area. And suddenly what we end up with is just a bad news environment, you know, where we kind of expect bad news. There's not much good news. So you are listening to real life bad news you're watching things on serial killers it's also bad news and all of a sudden you kind of become this black hole for badness and i didn't want to be that black hole for badness i wanted to start putting in things that liven me that that don't just um fill me with dread or fear or dark entertainment but actually give me hope and some promise and show me things that are aspirational that are inspirational and that are going to drive me to be better, do better, and generally try and live a good life. So I starved myself of media for that reason. And I don't mean TV and all the rest. I mean radio, everything, newspapers. I stopped with it all. There was a time when I used to have the newspapers delivered every day. Never, never since have I done that. And the reason is because there just isn't enough time in my life to devote to things that aren't worth it and i consider them to be not worth it so that's my own story and i'm sure you've all got stories where you feel like you were a bit tricked by the media and it kind of depressed you a little bit so we regularly go through what we've got the news that we have on the tv you know when you're getting ready in the morning and doing your hair are you listening to people on morning tv telling you their version of events are you listening to the you know the sky news kind of thing where it's a bit more serious or are you watching parliament or are you listening to somebody else's agenda is what i'm getting at um then you've got tv shows are they on serial killers or you know are you watching things that necessarily aren't going to be the best for us are you watching self-development are you watching things that are going to give you hope um music are you listening to depressing music are you listening to something enlivening are you listening to something somebody created um that is a masterpiece what are you listening to um podcasts you know not all podcasts are equal if you are a um say a car fanatic 
or you love art. You can find podcasts on all of these things. You can educate yourself on your hobbies through podcasts. Listen to what you're listening to now. Um, so obviously, you can tell now already how the media can impact our mental and emotional well-being. It is not all created equal. Some of it is going to depress us and we need to start opening our eyes to that. And I haven't even touched on what happens when you log onto your computer or stare at your phone because that is where really evil stuff starts to happen. We get trapped in uh, comparisons. Influences are rife. Guys, let me tell you, if you are comparing yourself to the Kardashians, you're going to lose. <laughs> I don't I don't think that anybody should be comparing themselves to this ideal. And I think that it is very telling. If you look at the amount of followers someone like with a Kardashian last name has, compared to someone who's actually done some good in the real world, I do think there's a real bridge to be gapped there, um, a gap to be bridged where maybe we're putting our faith in the wrong places and looking for the wrong things. I'm not saying don't ever follow a Kardashian. If you like their outfits, that's absolutely fine. But are you falling into the comparison trap? Because I'm warning you, you're never going to win that battle. And this is what we really need to be avoiding. When you're in the comparison trap, you're going to lose nine times out of 10 because you're always going to compare yourself to that which you consider to be better. You've already set yourself up to fail in that game. So that is really negative media and we don't want to be doing that to ourselves. So we have the accidental stuff that's around us. So for example, I would call EastEnders negative media simply because... Every time I've heard about what's going on in it, someone seems to have gotten shot, which I don't think is really a, an accurate reflection on real life in one square. But that's a conversation for another time. But that's kind of accidental because you'll you'll watch that as you're doing the washing or eating your dinner. You know, that's just accidental consumption where you're not mindful about what you're exposing yourself to. But when you are going through your phone comparing, that is deliberate and you are setting yourself up for failure. So this is where I'm going to go to the research because I found it really, really interesting. Um, research has shown that social media use is linked to increased rates of depression, anxiety and other mental health issues. So one study found that people who spent more time on social media reported higher levels of fear of missing out. Oh, my God. And that is linked to higher levels of anxiety and depression. So that is like a horrible, vicious circle. It's 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 literally known through study that social media use has been linked to decreased life satisfaction and increased feelings of loneliness. So what we're doing is we're stepping into this alternate reality in which we come off worse. We make ourselves depressed over it. But then we go back because we're worried we're missing out and we do it again. It's like a, it's, it's almost like a, an addiction to the negative emotion that comes with it. Um, and I said this on my uh, Facebook Live that I did on this topic. People that you're following on social media, are they people who are inspiring you for good? Or are they people who are making you fall in the comparison trap? Or are they people you don't even want to hear from at all because you don't even like them? If not, why are you following them? Why are you keeping up with their lives? Because I do hear that all the time. You know, you hear people say things like, oh, have you seen what so-and-so is doing? Ugh, ugh. If it gives you that reaction, then you shouldn't be looking. I don't follow people that don't inspire me because I really don't want to feel that feeling of, 
if they if they are happy, I'm going to feel miserable. I wouldn't feel like that anyway because it's not in my nature. But if it is in your nature and you have felt like that, do not put yourself in the position of feeling like that more than you need to. Comparison does that to you. So there's also the TV viewing behavior. So there's a link between TV viewing and behavior, especially in children. And this is a big one because studies found that children who watch more violent television were more likely to engage in aggressive behavior themselves. So there is also a link between obesity, academic, poor academic performance, um, decreased exercise levels, physical activity, all because of TV viewing. So are you being careful about what your children are being exposed to because you may accidentally be exposing those to the same things you're accidentally exposing yourself to. And I don't think that's a good pattern for children to grow up with, with such fresh brains. So it also affects stress. News coverage, I've spoken about that. It did It did exactly the same to me. I did become really, really stressed out by the news. I call myself an empath because I do take on these emotions. I feel so deeply things that happen around me. So when I see bad news all the time, it's almost like getting PTSD. It's honestly, you're just, the same stuff is fired at you again and again and again. You become a battering ram for all that's bad in the world. And you can't do that. You can't put yourself in that position because there's only so much you can take. You have a real life. You have real problems. What's happening across the world, sometimes it needs to be left alone at the moment so you can focus on what's happening in your own house. And I would honestly say, prioritize these things occasionally if I catch the news it doesn't offend me but if I watch it every day several times a day it would bring me down I absolutely guarantee it it's no accident that it's known that increased negative news coverage increases your feelings of anxiety and depression and it does raise your stress levels through the roof so I don't think then it's any surprise that we know that Advertising deeply influences consumer behavior. You know that there is such a thing as brand placement. Brands will pay a fortune just so that their can of Coke can be in the hand of a certain person in a certain show because it will get so many eyes on it that it suddenly will go through the roof. You know, we've all seen Kate Middleton Princess Catherine now wearing a dress and it sells out the next day. We are so influenced by what we see and our consumer behavior is also influenced to the point where people will go into debt for something they can't afford. They will increase their consumption of unhealthy foods, alcohol and tobacco. It honestly leads us into a mire. And then again, are we going to let our children see that kind of thing or are we going to be the one that instills the control? I do think we need to be really, really mindful and make sure that these things are not happening by accident. And where they are happening, you know you can control your impulses regardless of what you are seeing. So the thing is, we need a healthy media diet to support our overall health. At the end of the day, just like we work out and we eat well, we need to make sure that what our eyes and our ears are exposed to is supporting everything that we're trying to create. I'm trying to create a wealthy, healthy life. It wouldn't be consistent with that for me to sit and watch serial killers for four hours. What on earth is that contributing to my aims? Nothing at all.
I can be knowledgeable about the world, but I can find those sources of education in reliable places where I'm not getting an agenda pushed at me. And I think it's really, really important that we find our information from reliable sources and not just somebody else's agenda. Don't be accidentally shaped by what you're seeing and hearing. So we need to develop healthy habits around this then. So there are strategies for developing healthy media habits because we need to be intentional about what we're consuming. Okay, so for me, first of all, we need to control this dopamine that goes up and down whenever we see something we enjoy and our brains go absolutely nuts and then we do it again and negative and toxic media really has that effect, right? So we need to set boundaries on ourselves. So I really love, and this is well known, I've said it before, it's not new news, but I absolutely love the drama suits. And I love it because Gabriel Matt is gorgeous, it's well known. <laughs> but I will not sit there and watch it for half a day. I certainly will not watch it through the night. I don't take away time that I should be spending doing more productive things. But if I have had a really good day, or even if I just need a rest, if I know this is not a good day for me, I need to have a rest and chill out, I will give myself an hour or two of watching suits. And I won't feel any guilt about that. But that's because I've got boundaries in place. And whenever I look, I'm able to watch suits, I feel like it's a treat. It is not something I do regularly and it feels amazing. But we need to do the same thing with social media. I spend a lot of time on social media for my work and therefore I have to be really, really strict and limit my exposure because I am somebody who could fall so easily into the trap of the, the doom scroll and I don't want to waste time. Have you ever sat on your phone meaning to text somebody and the next thing you've been there for half an hour on TikTok, you don't know how it happens. But videos are funny, children and cats are cute. But what happens is you're gonna come across some other stuff that's undesirable that you don't like and you're gonna start to program yourself in a negative way. So we do need to be really intentional about that. Do set your own boundaries. Phones have blockers and things now, so you really can take charge if you don't think you have the ability to do that yourself. Practice mindfulness as well. So that means really paying attention to your thoughts and feelings and your physical sensations in the present moment. I say to people quite a lot, take your shoes and socks off and walk outside. See how that feels. Make sure that you're doing something that makes you feel alive. Sing a song that you love. Put some music on loud. Make sure that you're in the moment because when you're in the moment, you kind of catch your behaviors straight away. I do this. Sometimes I'm really, really hungry because I've worked a really long time and I've forgotten to eat. I'm one of those people who will forget to eat for an entire day and then be starving at the end of the day. So sometimes I will catch myself because I have a reminder on my phone to be mindful five times a day. And if that reminder goes off and I'm eating on the hop, I remind myself, hang on, sit down, enjoy this food, and then go back to what you're doing. You can take a moment out. And that's all about being mindfulness. It's about just coming back to the moment and then go on with your day because your day will really run off with you. If you get to the end of the day and you can't really remember what you've done, you've not been very mindful. When you get to the end of the day, Try and think of 10 things you did. Try and think of all the people you spoke to. You should be able to remember those things. If you don't remember them, you haven't been mindful enough, do my trick and set up a reminder on your phone five times a day just to remind you to be mindful for five seconds. You can manage that long. And also curate your media diet. Don't let it be by accident. 
Make sure that you are following people who inspire you. Make sure that you are not following people who are triggering your negative emotions. Don't subscribe to news sources that are going to give you drivel. Subscribe to ones that are positive and uplifting. Know, know about the world, but do it in a way that you've curated yourself that supports your own well-being. Take breaks as well. You really do have to take breaks. Children and adults alike need to step away. Consider it a little detox. So just like if you're about to start a, a healthy new lifestyle, you might give yourself a little bit of a detox. Do the same with your media. Go cold turkey and slowly reintroduce things back in when you've got more control. That way you can start to understand, I can have a break. Nothing's going to fall apart without my input. And then balance your consumption. So just make sure that you're exercising, you're spending time with your loved ones, you're being mindful, you're playing with your kids, you're doing your hobbies, you're doing creative things. In the midst of all that, if you watch an episode of EastEnders or if you're scrolling on your phone for five minutes, it's not really that harmful. It's when you're sat for hours and time passes by and your life's just disappearing before you and, and you can't really say what you did with that time. That's when it becomes quite dangerous. So try and use those tactics when you're you're kind of in the mix of, I'm not really sure what I'm doing with my time. I'm not sure what I'm consuming. I'm not sure how it's affecting me, but I have an overhang of, a little bit of upset chances are you're just a bit overexposed i do get overexposed and i feel it really keenly but not everybody does so do a little bit of an audit how do you feel how did you wake up this morning how are you when you go to sleep tellingly how do you sleep when i used to watch serial killers like a lot i didn't really sleep very well and the two never crossed paths in my mind as if one was to blame for the other but actually once i detox myself away from that routine it's never happened again and i think that if you're consuming that kind of stuff it's going to keep you awake it's quite worrying that we'll do this to ourselves and we won't really understand what else it's affecting but it does have a wide impact and we can tell by detoxing ourselves completely and removing it and then just reintroduce the bits that you think are not that harmful in small doses so when we do this we build our resilience because we can better handle negative or toxic media when we're in control of what we're listening to i find it easier now to watch the news because I know that I'm not inundated by it. I know that I'm watching it by choice and there's something particular I'm probably trying to find out. I'm more resilient in that scenario because it's not being battered at me and it's not without my own choice. So you need to build your mental and emotional resilience and you can do that using the techniques that I said, mindfulness, having some balance. In the worst case scenario, if you've got a tendency for feeling anxiety and depression and these things are triggering it, then you may you may need therapy. Maybe that's something you can look into. But I guarantee you that some of the drivel on TV probably isn't going to help in that case. So I've built loads of resilience in my life. And I would honestly say that I did it through things like mindfulness. I even had therapy many, many years ago. Not long after having Jasmine, I suffered with a very, very small um, issue of postnatal depression. And I say very small because it kind of it kind of went unnoticed for such a long time. And I wasn't actually depressed. I just started exhibiting behaviors that were fearful. And I think that 
that can happen. We can do things like that. And ever since then, that was kind of my warning that I need to be careful and I need to watch what I'm consuming. I'm a completely different person to that now. But I will say that a lot of it came together. And one of the things that really helped was the control I have over what I consume. And I would really urge you to think about the things that I'm saying, because I think that we don't realize how much of an impact that they have. So I really want to encourage you to evaluate your own media consumption habits and make the changes. Don't just say, I know this probably isn't very good for me. Go cold turkey, reintroduce things as it seems correct to do so and make sure that you're being completely intentional that if I'm watching this, if I'm seeing this person, if I'm hearing this podcast, if the radio is on, this is the music I wanna hear, this is the education that I want, this is a fact I'm trying to find out. Make sure it all serves you and make sure it's completely intentional. When we are exposed to things by accident, the effects can be entirely accidental, but not entirely good. I really, really hope that's helped you guys. I love to hear what you've got to say to me. I have got a 21-day sprint at your goals, and I would really encourage you, if you like what you're hearing from me, to talk to me about that. You can DM me anytime. I'm on Instagram, I'm on Facebook, and you can also find my other contact information in the show notes. I would love to discuss with you the ways that we can clean up your act and make you an absolute goal-chasing dream. <laughs> I will see you soon. Thank you so much again for tuning in. Thank you so much for joining me today for another amazing chat. I'm that mindset woman and I believe that every woman deserves to get the best out of every single day. If you have any feedback or suggestions for future topics, I'd absolutely love to hear from you. Feel free to leave a comment below or reach out to me via Facebook where I am at Empowerverse, Instagram at The Empowerverse and email info at empowerverse.co.uk. As always, I want you to remember my two golden rules. One, you are capable of achieving anything you set your mind to. And two, you can only serve others once you have first served yourself. Go get it, ladies. Have a great day.